This is an RSN Racing and Sport production. This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orber. Hello everyone, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness Preview. We're having a look at a terrific program ahead this weekend at uh, at Ballarat um, for the uh, Metropolitan Card and Rob Albert joins me as he does every week to try to find a few winners on the Saturday Night Harness Preview, proudly brought to us all by the Victoria Harness Racing Club. Yeah, hi Dan, hi everyone. Looking forward to the Ballarat meeting uh, on Saturday night. We've got nine races on the card. First event kicking off at 5.30, the final event at 9.37. And we uh, thank the Victorian Harness Racing Club for their support of our uh, Saturday night harness preview show. Uh, The club certainly in full operation uh, with the club lounge and they've got plenty of uh, activities happening over the next uh, few weeks and particularly if you're a corporate partner of the actual club itself. They've got a few nice dinners being planned at the seafood restaurant so uh, if you want to get on board uh, and becoming a corporate partner of the Victorian Harness Racing Club, uh, give the club a call. I'm sure Susan Hunter and uh, Emmy Mazzetti and Shane Glary will be certainly happy to, uh, to accommodate uh, your involvement and we're looking forward to a very good weekend. Indeed we are, and you could just imagine on those nights, um, there's just been a hint, a very faint hint of spring in the air, and there's something about um, uh, that season that seems to bring out uh, the best in, in some people, or at least they want to get out, and you could just imagine uh, that uh, the club lounge being a perfect place to indulge uh, through the course of the night and step outside as well uh, once you're at, uh, at Melton. So those opportunities will come on thick and fast in the very near future. I know we're well and truly in winter, but there's just been something about the sun that uh, gives you an idea that uh, maybe spring's not too far away and we'll get an opportunity to celebrate that going forward uh, with some big race meetings coming up from September onwards, particularly at Melton. All right, Rob, we're talking about Ballarat this week because the Metropolitan uh, class fields are Ballarat. Uh, on the Saturday night, we kick off with a Deco Glaze Glass Splashbacks Pace, the first of nine events. Um, and the scratch in the emergency hit the track has already been taken out. Yeah, look, I've tipped here number nine, Melanion. I need to be very forgiving for his uh, very disappointing run at Geelong about uh, or just the previous week, last Friday, at uh, Geelong, where... Uh, he settled back at the tail of the field. Uh, he seemed to pull really hard. Uh, Steward's report indicated that he was contacting his own sulky uh, with his hind legs, hence why he got fired up. He, his run before that at Melton behind Son of Mac, who's a very smart horse, was an outstanding run. They went 156-2, 54-7 last half, and he was still closing. And you naturally thought on that performance he was clearly the horse to beat at Geelong last week and and performed what I thought way below what what he's capable of. So I'm going to be forgiving. He draws the second row. I don't see that being a bad draw for him. There seems to be enough tempo off the front to to suggest that Melanion can run into it. And I thought he'd be very hard to beat in the first. I'm going to make him one of the better bets of the night. Race one, number nine, Melanion. 
Ahead of number three, the Chancer, who's racing really well for Jeff Walker. Really happy to see Jeff having a good run with this horse. He's, uh, you know, one of our, uh, you know, I suppose I can call him a veteran trainer these days, but, uh, you know, he's a great horseman. He's been that uh, for a very long time. Uh, probably only little query I have with the Chancer. He's not brilliant out of the gate, so he, he can't afford not to begin well here. And, uh, look, I, I've just got a slight doubt about that. Um, number two, Buster William. Look, he, he, he maps well from a, um, a grading perspective or rating perspective here. He draws the front row. It's probably the first time where we actually see him get a decent draw. So James Herbertson drives here. I would imagine he'll be aggressive at the start and try to press forward. One Malibu Jack's been going okay at the longer rods if you're looking for one at the first four rods. But the start's important here. I mean, I look at the speed off the front here. Buster William the chance, uh, and then out wide, full of mischief and brutally handsome can all begin well. So I, I feel like who, who, if, if brutally handsome was able to get across from barrier six, he'll, he'll give a good side as well. It's, it's a tricky race, but I was really keen here on Melanion. I thought those front row horses might set it up for Melanion. And I've left out a horse like Kian Kamikaze, who's uh, a very, very talented horse. He's drawn inside the second row. Look, he might be able to just come straight off on the back of Melanion and trail him into it. So you can't dismiss him. But, look, I'm keen on Melanion. I'm going to stick with him. Okay. And just see your top four again, Rob? Uh, nine, three, two, one. And I've tipped three, the Chancellor. I'm pretty keen on his uh, winning hopes here, but uh, Melanion, I was keen on last start. And, uh, look, the, the run prior was excellent. It was uh, it was follow-me-next-start type of run, which didn't work out, but I'm sure Andy Gath can fix that up, so it's the definite threat. I've tipped three, nine, six, brutally handsome, eight, key and kamikaze, three, nine, six, eight. Race number two for the Trotters, ballarattrottingclub.com.au trot. Uh, Sir Eros is uh, going to run the favourite here. Yeah, look, he's, uh, he, he was a bit naughty last time and he, he gave away a bit of a start and um, did a really good job to, to get back into the race. He was only beating the head behind Royal Charlotte and Central uh, Otago. And before that, he's fifth behind Imperial Wiz. He also did a little bit of extra work. Uh, he draws the second row here. He'll be all by himself and hopefully have a bit of room to move. And uh, Mark Pitt drives here. Um, I, I'm going to stick with him. Uh, I think he can make amends for his uh, last couple of defeats. So number nine on top. Ahead of three, Love Gun, who's uh, first up since April, does have gate speed, can put itself into the race really well. Uh, Jess Tubbs, Greg Sugars combined here. I'm expecting Love Gun to, to run a forward race. Just a bit touchy. Yeah, look, you know, her, her run last week was was pretty good. She, she got around him outside in the breeze. I thought she might need the run. Whether she needs another one here um, is, is a, a question mark. She won't be far off the mark. Just didn't want to really rush in for any short odds. Five Gaelic Lad, who's first up since March. He does have very good gait speed. And, you know, he'll run a very forward race here. Uh, so uh, I've gone uh, nine, three, four and five. And I've uh, put Eros on top as well, 9, 4, 8 and 7. Race number 3, and this is the Isuzu Muck 7-seater 4-year-old pace, and uh, Ruben's plight. He was very impressive winning first up, but a different race shape here because he's the only horse in the second line. Yeah, tricky race. Uh, look, he's, uh, he, he did win well last time, no question about that. Look, 7 National News, uh, he's just been one of those horses where I think 
feel like he's got more to give. He, he's there, but sometimes he's just not there. And uh, he ran a couple of placings behind Sahara Breeze and Viking. Then he came out to, at a Chuka and he, he narrowly won. He worked forward in that race. Look, he's got the talent and we've seen him perform at a really good level. At times, he doesn't always perform at that highest level, but, you know, he's back into some winning form. So we'll we'll stick with him uh, on top three national news. But again, not overly keen to be rushing and taking any uh, ridiculous short odds. Number three, Uar Lister, who I think is a very underrated pacer. He, he's had two runs back from a spell, had no luck behind best back Bruce. And, you know, his run the other day at Maryborough was was pretty solid. They went 155.9, 57.3. Third up, Lance Justice to drive, front row draw. I think he's over the odds. Number three, Uar Lister, I think he'll run a good race. Four, he's Ollie, who's a very quick beginner. He can certainly put himself in the race. Scotty Ewan's team's going well. And, of course, Ruben's plight, as you mentioned, Dan, enjoyed a really good run last start, but certainly when he let down, he's got that really sharp, fast sprint, and there's no reason why he can't figure in the finish here. So it's, I think it's a tricky race. Uh, not really that keen to play anything at short odds. Happy to have a little saver on a horse like Uar List or even a horse like he's Ollie if he gets out to ridiculous odds. But seven, three, four, eight. I've got the eight on top, Ruben's plight, with a bit of confidence. I think he's a nice enough horse here, and he might just have that class edge. So eight, four, seven, and one. Race four. Now, this is a ripper race, I think, Rob. It's the Ferndale Confectionery two-year-old pace. King Man, I, I think he could have really done more than what he did first up with room to improve. Smoke and Ace, three out of three, got the gate speed chart. Top was already a feature race winner, resuming from a break. And that's not to take away from the other three runners who clearly have uh, their fair share of ability as well. I would think probably the best race of the night in my eyes. Yeah, look, these two-year-olds here are going to uh, play a big part when our uh, feature races come to hand uh, and chart topper who I've tipped on top for the race. Uh, he's got so far the proven strong form, having won the Bathurst Gold Crown. It was a Group 1 win over Timmy Richter. Uh, he he started off his campaign with some impressive trials. Um, a little bit disappointing first up when he was run down at Kilmore. Went to Bathurst, got the job done, and then he was very good in the final. He since trialled uh, leading into this. He sat back in the trial and really savaged the line really strongly. And I think Nathan Jack may apply the same sort of tactics here where he might drive this horse from behind and just let him rip home. So I'll tip him on top, number six, Chart Topper. I think he's a very, very high, highly talented colt. Ahead of five, Smoke and Ace, who uh, has done nothing wrong to date. He's been really impressive. He defeated the big boss at his race debut, our Roku, and then Doug's Flame last start for an easy win. He takes on a, a different class of horses here. But again, he's got the early speed to suggest he'll run a really big race. Two, King Man, who looks a really imposing type. As you said, he's a very uh, impressive-looking horse. He's a son of Always Be Mickey. He's a two-year-old colt. He was very... Uh, he just did it so easily at Bendigo when he won. He went 156, 56-3 last half. He looks uh, a horse that's going to be either in front or right on the speed, and he'll run a mighty race. It's a really exciting race, as you mentioned, Dan. Doug's flame for fourth, who continues to race well. But 6-5-2, and two, they're three very, very nice two-year-olds ahead of number one. Well, I've tipped two, five, six, and one, pretty much based on the barriers, but uh, there's some very smart young horses engaged here. Race five, first leg of the main quaddy, it's the Isuzu Ute Ballarat Pace. The scratching is four, and that is Crime Rider. 
Um, interesting makeup here. Um, I think you can give horses uh, chances because of the draw. And remember, it's over the 1,710. It's over the shorter trip. Yeah, pretty keen each way here on uh, number 10, uh, Bulletproof Boy, uh, Dan. Uh, this eight-year-old, he resumed since the Mildura Cup uh, final when he finished sixth behind Sahara Tiger and he was fourth in the cup behind Tay-Tay. He had a trial at Melton throughout the week. I just loved the way he went in that trial. He just looked really sharp. He looked fast. He looked really forward in condition. I think he'll run a great race uh, each way, $6, uh, happy to play him each way here, number 10, Bulletproof Boy. One thing you know, he doesn't know how to run a bad race, so I'm happy to play him. Uh, look, outside of that was very hard. Um, look, six Kowalski analysis, so he's also first up since April, comes back from the Mildura Cup Carnival. He's had a, he's had a good trial win uh, recently, had a nice hit out. You know, if he just, you know, if he ever got back to what we know he's capable of doing, he'd be right in this race. Um, happy to, to have a, a little nibble on him at the odds. I think the barrier draws probably a little bit against him, but I just know how good a horse he is when he's right, and I, I'm not going to dismiss him out of this race. Three, Kafaji, who's never uh, too far away. You've got horses like 11, of course, Tango Tara, who's proven himself at this uh, level time and time again gets a bit of a tricky draw. It's going to be a bit hard making it all the way uh, on top from back where he is. But again, he's got a bit of a class edge and one ultimate Vinny who gets a nice draw that should be on the speed. So it's a tricky little race, but I'm really keen each way on 10 Bulletproof Boy. I'm going to make him an each way special ahead of 6, 3 and 11. And I thought Tango Tara well-placed. I'd be far keener if it was over the 2200, but I think he's got to be off and around them. And, and I'm not sure there's a death seat horse there, Rob, or what you would consider that horse. So he might be able to get around uh, comfortably enough early, Tango Tara. I do think he's well-placed, but um, plenty of other chances. Two ever hoping first up, respectful of Kafaji. He's holding his form now, and Hooli Nien's going to need some luck, but would be a chance as well. And you've mentioned Bulletproof Boy. Ultimate Vinny comes into the mix. Um, look, it's a good race. But 11, 2, 3 and 8 are my thoughts in race 5. Race number 6. Um, now, this is an interesting race. Ma Major Manbar opened up a bit shorter that, than I had anticipated, but he did beat Sweet Passion last start. It looks like a race where you could uh, include a number of horses as winning hopes. Yeah, I think it's a really hard race. I, I think there's a lot of chances in this race. Uh, I tried to look for one at a bit of value, and I'm, I'm going to stick with number three, We Better Believe It, uh, for Matt Craven, and Greg Sugars takes the drive. I think Greg is a real good partner for We Better Believe It, the way he likes to race, the way he likes to be smothered up, and especially if he can come with that one late burst. And I think Greg really meets the profile here of this horse to, to give him every possible chance in the race. I think he'll map himself into this race nicely where he'll have a last shot at him. And I just think each way, happy to play him here, number three, We Better Believe It. Ahead of number six, Major Mambar and five, Sweet Passion, as you mentioned, Dan, both these two horses have been racing, uh, you know, really well. They, they won't be far away. They're, they're go-forward type horses. So, again, they should put themselves into this race to be given a, a really good hope. Nine Arg, who was terrific when third behind Pull the Other Leg at his latest outing at Kilmore, has to be respected. And then you've got horses. I mean, horses like Finn Frost has trialled really well coming into this. Ruslan, I think, was a good, good effort first up. It's going to get a, a soft trip on the pegs. And, uh, you know, you're not even mentioning horse like Major, Major and I'm Shadow Boxer it's a, and Platinum Strider and Sande. It, it's a really open race. Tricky race, this one. I think if I'm taking a quaddy, 
it will be a, an F job for uh, a field job in this sixth event. But I'm happy to play each way. Number three, we better believe it. Yeah, no, plenty of chances. Look, I like Sweet Passion each way. Early odds around the $6, I reckon, represents um, a worthwhile bet anyway. Number five, Sweet Passion. Six, Major Man Bar. Nine, Arg. Eight, Sand Day. But if you raised any other horse's name, I, I wouldn't with confidence be able to say, no, I, uh, it can't win. It's just one of those races. And that's good. Five, six, nine, and eight. Race number seven, it's the John Slack Memorial Trotters Cup. This is of uh, a Group 3 level. Let us trot in form, having won its last two. Yeah, again, uh, another really high-quality race of, of trotters that have all got some really good ability. Uh, look, seven Chinese whisper, things went right for him at Bendigo last time when he got the job done. He's third up. He should strip fitter. He's had two tries at the track for a win and a third. Uh, he's very capable, and I would imagine that he should be continuing to build on his fitness levels from his last win at Bendigo. So, again, the Andy Gath and Kate Gath combination suggests that Chinese Whisper will be right in it, providing he does everything right, and that's one thing that we uh, never really know with him. When he's on song, he's on song, and when he's not, he's not, but we'll take on trust that he'll be on song. Eight Sleepy... Class runner, uh, she's she's very good, as we know. She uh, went back to the stand last time and it just not her go. She's had two standing start attempts and just haven't really gone away at all. Back to the mobile, Chris Elford jumps back on board. Look, she's had three starts at Ballarat. She hasn't run a place at any of those three starts. Um, you know, so she, she's, she's, she's a bit of a quirky type. But again, we know she's got the ability to to win this race it just comes down to her producing uh, her best uh, and again fitness wise she should be coming to the fore one letters trots the four-year-old he's the emerging horse it continues to improve i mean he was very good defeating harry stamper two runs ago i mean that form line should really suggest he's going to be really hard to beat he went to menangle and got the job done there defeating jungle lies he went 156 he gets a nice draw he's right in this race he can certainly win it and of course the old timer nephew of sunoco he's a seven-year-old he's had 134 starts he's First up since the 3rd of June, so a little bit of a freshen up since his last run, and he might be able to uh, put himself into the race. But look, 7, 8 and 1, and then 9. And I've tipped, uh, I've put Sleepy on top, thinking that uh, she just might get the right run through here, Rob, but it's a it's a race where I've uh, afforded plenty of chances. Uh, one, let us trot from the good gate. Seven, Chinese whisper. Three, anywhere Hugo's not really doing anything wrong and represents value as well. Eight, one, seven, three, but plenty of chances in the John Slack Memorial Trotters Cup. Race eight is the Deco Glaze Central Victoria Pace. Key Young Jackie is scratching. The only runner on the back line is your mare, Monomia. But uh, can she, or anyone for that matter, upset Fiamma, who's built up a picket fence with five consecutive wins? Yeah, Fiamma's going really well. She's won nine from 17. Uh, she's had a couple of, uh, well, virtually her runs have uh, been fairly uh, continuous over a, a month basis uh, and uh, she continues to build this picket fence uh, of wins next to her name. She was a narrow winner, defeating Brutally Handsome last start by half head over the 1,200. Before that, she got the job done, defeating Holy Stars. And, yeah, look, she um, looks well-placed again to, to run a very good race. The stable mate, three-hour little jet, 
who's another horse that we know is very, very capable. I think she probably presents the better value compared to those two runners of the Emma Stewart stable. I think you can't dismiss her. She's won five from 27. She's raced against, uh, you know, horses like Elegant and Incipher and really uh, performed well beach memory. So there's some really good strong form line there and I'm expecting her to go well here, our little jet, despite being first up since the 30th of December. Monomia, I think she's a chance here. This is probably one race where I think she'll run a really good race. So she's back to the 1700. She has a really good affinity with Ballarat. She seems to race well. Mick Bellman drives here. She's the only horse off the second row. I think she'll run a good race here at a bit of value on Saturday night. Monomia and seven which is Heavenly Charm, who's a highly class uh, mare. We know she runs her best races when she can get onto the peg. She's drawn out in seven. But, look, the small field is not going to do her any harm, and I would not be shocked to see her winning. I think Fiamma's short enough. Six on top from three, nine and seven, but there's a little bit of value to play around this favourite. And I've, uh, I've tipped six, three, four and nine. Rob, the last event is the Isuzu Ute Go Your Own Way Trot. Good to have Isuzu on board supporting the Ballarat Harness Racing Club. So the last of nine at 9.37. Small field of just the six runners. Gardena Ronda. Look, she's looked progressive, but, gee, she really clicked with Kate Gath. It didn't look like she was clicking early on because she wanted to over-race and seemingly pull hard over the 1,700, but she just didn't stop. She kept going, didn't she? Yeah, she did. And I suppose, you, you you know, it always worries you when horses pull as hard as she does. And at times, you know, if she overdoes it, you know, she could make herself vulnerable. And, you know, the strength of her win last time, she was able to lead. She did pull, but she just kept finding. You know, uh, she takes on some nice, you know, mares here that are, are still progressing. Uh, again, look, you know, she's the horse to beat. Do you want to rush in and take... You know, a dollar sixty, dollar seventy. A horse that you know might pull really hard in front is is always a bit of a worry. But look, um, you know, her recent form suggests she's going to take a lot of catching. Two she sales. I like the way she's been going her last couple of runs. I I really like the way she won at Ballarat two runs ago. Her run at Charlton was still full of merit. She had to come around him and, uh, you know, she, she did a good job. I think she gets a chance to maybe even drop in on the on the leader's back here, uh, which might be Gardena Ronda. So she's going to be well poised to have the last shot at Gardena Ronda if she tends to over-race. And we can't dismiss Sultan Sass. We've seen Sultan Sass put in some really strong performances. It hasn't won since June 22. It uh, obviously comes back. It's it it, it it's had what well, one run back after nearly uh, eight nine months of of having a break. She was fifth at uh, Kilmore behind He's All Muscles. But look, Sultan Sass at its best can certainly uh, make its presence felt. A majestic pride who's got race fitness on its side uh, can never be dismissed either. But it's a it's a race that again I don't want to be rushing and taking short odds Gardena Ronda. But again, it's the horse to beat. He'll probably be out in front and be the one to catch. So three. Two, four, and five. And I've tipped three, four, two, and six in the last event. Okay, Rob, we get to the point again now and uh, look at your best bets for Ballarat. Yeah, look, I'm going to start off in the first event uh, with Melanion. I'm going to forgive its last start at Geelong. I'll go based on its performance from two runs ago at Melton. I thought drawn 
the second row here will certainly allow this horse to settle in the running line. I think there's enough speed here off the front row to make this a genuine early tempo. And if Melanion can join in the way it did last time, two runs ago at Melton behind Son of Mac and, and repeat that performance, I think he'll get over the top of him and win. So I'm going to make him the best bet of the night. Race one, number nine, Melanion. My best value will certainly come in race five, and that will be number uh, 10, Bulletproof Boy. I loved his trial at Melton throughout the week. I thought it was a very good trial. And again, he just needs some genuine tempo in this race off the front row for him to be working into it. And one thing about Bulletproof Boy, he doesn't run too many bad races. And uh, I think he's primed to run a great race first up each way for mine. Race five, number 10, Bulletproof Boy. And I liked, uh, actually going against you in the first, but um, I liked uh, the chancer. But maybe a good way to go is if to back the chancer and then take the exacta millennium from the chancer as your saver. And you still might get some value. But my best, race one, number three, the chancer, and race three, number eight, Ruben's Plight. Each way, race six, horse number five, uh, Sweet Passions, ready to win after being runner-up at its last three starts. Rob, so thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club. Um, might be able to find a few winners on a good program program at Ballarat this Saturday night. Yes, Dan, and of course, the Victorian Harness Racing Club have got their super bonus meeting at Shepparton next Tuesday. Uh, they've got 10 races. They're all carrying the additional bonuses. And again, uh, if you haven't uh, become a member as yet of the Victorian Harness Racing Club, please make sure you do so throughout the year. And again, we are uh, very appreciative of the support they provide us on the Saturday night harness preview show. So to everyone, happy harnessing. Have a great weekend. And hopefully there's a few winners amongst the selections.